And we are back with another alumni podcast uh, with the history of Miami University's women swimming and diving team. And we have an awesome panel today that was with Miami University from you know, the early 90s. Uh, so we'll start one by one. They'll introduce each other themselves and a little fun fact. So why don't we start with Susan? So I'm Sue Anderson, now Susan Stife. I uh, swam freshman, sophomore, and senior year at Miami. I currently live in the Detroit metro area and still run into some of the swimmers locally. Very cool. Very cool. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. So since Sue and I room together, um, I'm Sherry Benz. Um, swam 1988 to 1992. We were the first class to come in that took away Dave's title for Max Champs. <laughs> um, we really tried though. Um, Sue and I lived together for our last two years. Um, we had a ball and Tracy and Karina lived upstairs and then Rhea and Lauren moved upstairs. So we have some great stories about that, but uh, great, great years at Miami. So my fun fact is I, I had Sue. <laughs> I'll go. I'm uh, Christine Lipson. Um, I was known as Lips in college, graduated in 92. Um, drop dead sprinter at the time. Uh, continued to swim after college, um, moved into more Ironman distance training, um, and then last year decided to become a sprinter again at Masters Nationals. And I live in Boulder, Colorado. I also live near Boulder, near Christie, and she got me back into, oh, sorry, I'm Karina Scoping. Um, last name's Posek now, and um, I swam from 1987 to 1991. Um, I currently live in Colorado, near Christie, and I was Tracy Edmonds' roommate all four years in college. Um, a little fun fact about me, I, me and my husband are Miami mergers. He is not a swimmer and never went to any of my meets, so. <laughs> In college. <laughs> um, I'll go. I was Karina's roommate uh, all four years. Swam the same four years. We actually knew each other in high school. And I'm a Miami merger. And Karina and I met our now husbands probably, what, within the same week, Karina? Um, and I don't think, yeah. So, well, he went to some of my swim meets because I swam one more year after college. But kind of same thing. So, yeah, we're both both Miami mergers and... I've been friends forever. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm Lauren Moschelle, now Prangley, Miami merger, did marry a swimmer. Um, I swam 89 to 93. And I, fun fact is my daughter is a junior and swims at Miami. And it's fun. Like, it's so fun going back to campus now. I, It's like my little break from life is to... <laughs> Tyler knows I'll hop up there <laughs> quite often. So just get away for a little bit. That's it. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I love the Miami merger stories and just, you know, all your meets and all that. And obviously with, with the Lauren being back, you know, a little bit so watching her daughter swim, that's been, it's been fun to learn kind of stories on the side about your era, you know, at Miami. So my first question is, you know, being at Miami in the early nineties, being a female athlete did that present any challenges that maybe the men's team or men athletes at school didn't face i couldn't think of any when i read that question i i didn't have any 
Yeah, I think they, we didn't have a lot of money, but neither did they. So, you know, we had our $5 limit at Wendy's and <laughs> I think they had the same. So um, I don't remember any challenges either. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we were the first year to get letter jackets. That was a big deal. I think the men had letter jackets, um, but we were the first year for the women to get letter jackets, as, like ath varsity athletes on campus. Um, That's right, because the women had like the nylon puffy thing that was not as cool as the leather jacket, the letter jacket. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think if we're talking about sports, I think it goes more outside of just swimming. I think as a whole for swimming, when you look at how it fits into the scheme of college sports, clearly uh, we were using the facilities that the football and the basketball team, and the baseball team were using, and we would work with those same trainers. I will say that the day that we had to do pull-ups, the trainers were shocked that we outperformed the men's baseball team. Uh, for a number of pull-ups, but I mean, at the same, they really got the resources and they would get the priority time in those facilities and we'd have to work around those. I think that that's common though. That's fair. That's fair. I know uh, our associate head coach, uh, Coach Zach, before he was at Hi. Miami, Ohio, he was working at Miami, Florida, and their women's team would lift what the special team or football team and more times than not, uh, the women were benching more and doing more push-ups and all that than the football players at Miami. So I, I always think that's a great story. I love hearing those stories. And I'm sure even today, our women's team could, you know, pull up the baseball team for sure. For sure. So what would you say the biggest differences, uh, you know, for like the conference meets, the NCAAs are from like right now to when you guys were swimming as far as you know, tech suits and just training and the taper process and things like that. And the backstroke starts. Don't forget that, right, Cherry? <laughs> yes. And kickouts past the flags. We uh, had paper suits. Remember those? Paper suits. I remember paper Karina suits. trying to put it on to stretch it out, so she put it on over her clothes <laughs> while we were shaving for Max. Hmm. And she's like, "It's just too tight." You know, I'm thinking, imagine you in a tech suit. I can't, I can't picture that difference. But uh, yeah, the, I would say that was a good one, the, the suits. But I think the other thing with Dave, he was, he was really an incredible coach in terms of, for one, I think he was ahead of his time. But the way he did his taper for each and every group, he was the only coach. So he's got Lauren doing her rest and distance, and then Christy sprinting, and then me stroking. He could do it all, and I, I just, you know, I don't, I think the biggest difference is we only had one coach, and he was spectacular. Well, I think also the difference, like, Sherry, you should address this. We, the whole backstroke thing was happening when you were in college. So, like, one year she could kick all the way underwater without even taking a stroke, and then they changed the turn, and, like, that was all going on when we were there. Yeah, that happened my, the turn actually changed my senior year. Um, but I, Tyler, I, I would kick out to the flag. So I, my race was underwater. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they took all that away and yeah. That, it, and we could do a stand up start my senior year of high school. So you could put your feet on the gutter and they took that away right after, right. I think March of my senior year of high school. So yeah, that was a big, that was a challenge. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
definitely not happening today, you know, as far as, you know, kicking to the flags and stand-up starts, that's definitely a thing of the past, but it's cool that, you know, you're part of that transit. Well, I think it's cool. You probably hated transitioning to, you know, to basically change your entire event uh, for the backstroke, for sure. Uh, so uh, let's go down memory lane. Uh, what were some of your favorite or best memories uh, while you were a student athlete at Miami? This could be at the pool. This could be, you know, with your teammates outside the pool, just whatever comes to mind as far as your favorite memories. <laughs> I have to share one because two of them are on, but my freshman year, I was a big crybaby. I was a mess. I was so homesick. <laughs> and Dave had us do a one-on-one. -on -one. It was a freshman with an upperclassman. And you were supposed to do one minute, share a little something about you, and then listen to them. And Tracy and I were paired up. And she's like, you know, what are you going on? And I love Miami. And comes to me, and I'm like, I hate it here. I miss my boyfriend. I want to go home. And she went back to Karina and told her I, what a mess, you know, I was. They came and took me out to dinner. And, I mean, I, they saved my years at Miami, so... Uh, it's a, it's a sad but funny memory because thank God for them. They were there um, to pull me out of the depths of despair that I felt so badly that year. So, um, but we had a lot of great memories. So I'll let you guys put your two cents in because that was awesome. I think the cheering. I mean, we cheered. I think we cheered as much as we swam. Like just in the middle of practice, we'd start cheering. Like I still remember the cheers. Do one. Nope. Yeah, so the cheering. And I mean, you know, to address what Sherry said, I mean, I came in, I was very lucky. Like my grandparents lived there. Both my parents were Miami alums. Um, I actually have two kids there now. So um, I think it was easier for me. But I mean, Lauren, you struggled a little bit too. Oh, yeah. I totally struggled freshman year. I think of like now, I mean, Tyler... With COVID, I felt so bad for the freshmen, especially this year. I mean, yeah. the kids didn't get to go home until, I think, last Saturday. So can you imagine as a freshman, like, not even going home for Thanksgiving, quarantined in these dorms, like, on and off? I mean, so, it, yeah, I struggled, but I can't – I don't think I struggled near as much as some of these kids probably did in today's environment. Um, I remember I loved training trip because I was a distance swimmer and loved to train, right? <laughs> but remember Hansel and Gretel Tropical Guest Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel Tropical Guest I mean, Tyler, it was a dump. I mean, they, we, there were these cottages and they put us in these cottages, like four of us or five of us, and we'd have to cook and do everything. And yeah, and it was, we, it was right on A1A Highway and then you just walk across the street and you're at the beach. Was... Get ice cream and still lose six pounds. Oh yeah, those are the days. <laughs> yeah. Well, as a swimmer, I remember you going to the beginning of December, and we're maybe doing three or four thousand as a sprinter, and then you show up for Christmas training. It's like okay, ten thousand, and just yeah. cratering. And I remember going to Dave like, Dave, I'm dying. <laughs> like I, you know, my by junior year, you guys. I don't know if you remember this. I was the only one left in my grade except for Chris McFadden, who was a diver. And my old roommate, she quit day one. Wait, was that Val? No, was what? Who was, was your old roommate? roommate? Karen Warwick. Oh yeah, okay. 
she quit on training trip. Remember, like we were all training and she was sitting on the lounge chair during practice. I was like, oh my goodness. Just funny things that you remember. You guys, uh, we, I don't think any of you were on the road. So my freshman year and we uh, drove down to Florida, we ran out of gas. You know what? I remember when we ended up on the runway. Karina, do you remember that? Airport, we, yeah. Was... We were coming back from, were we coming back from Florida? I mean, it wouldn't happen now because of the security, but somehow we ended up on the Atlanta runway. Oh I remember being on an airport runway or, or near yeah. it. Yeah, that was crazy. And that's yeah. the least to drive. Tyler, we drove like in vans. Vans. We took turns driving and Dave was in one van. We were there. We had two vans to fit everybody in. And he assumed that the vans were burning gas at the same rate. So the second van kept trying to pull up to him and say, like, pull over, pull over. And, you know, Dave's like, no, we got it. Like, they're just being, I mean, he managed, he managed the women so well. Like, I, when I look back at this as an adult, he was perfect to be a women's swim coach. So he knew what not to blow out of proportion. But every once in a while, something would crash and burn. So we're going up the hill and the van just runs out of gas and we're just stuck on the side of the freeway. And it took Dave a minute to realize he had to turn around and come back and get us. And he's so kind too, because he's like, he really apologetic. He's like, I, I don't understand. I still have a quarter tank. <laughs> you know, we're off and running, making the jokes about it. So he, so because he was the only coach, I, yeah. my senior year, I drove the other van. Like yeah. I was a driver. And I always had to go to the bathroom and he would never stop. Do you guys remember that? Like he <laughs> never stopped to go to the bathroom. And finally in my senior year, I'm like, I'm in charge. Like I'm in control. I have a van. So when I pull over to go to the bathroom, you're going to have to follow. Yeah. The seniors always drove the van. Only the seniors drove. Yeah. Yep. I remember thinking, I've never driven like a van and I've never <laughs> driven long before. I mean, he's crazy letting us be in charge yeah. of it. <laughs> So that's a huge change, right? Like huge. Yeah. So we uh, we flew to Florida. Last wow. Year. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Know. What what a luxury. Yes. Yeah. I remember the year that Samantha was late. Uh, I think it was freshman year because she lived in Alaska and uh, one of the volcanoes erupted. They're like, "Yeah, Sam's going to be late. They just can't get out of Alaska because of the volcano." <laughs> You know, I think I was the only person on our team that was actually from Ohio. Our, I think the entire team was from out of state for women's. And so it, it, for me, that was a little bit of a shell shock. You know, I grew up in Toledo and had never really gone anywhere. And now all of a sudden I'm around all these people that came from these amazing large programs. And, you know, Tracy was a freaking celebrity because she was from California, like her family lived in California. Yeah. And all this stuff. It was like the coolest thing ever just to be able to meet all these different people that I never would have met otherwise. I think most of my stories, I'm, I'm sad Rhea's not here because I feel like half the stories involve Rhea. Yeah. Like, yeah. So Dave used to call, if you, if you overslept, he'd call your room. And I mean, it happens once and then it never happens. You probably still, you probably do the same thing. But there was one day that Dave was late to practice and we're all, it's dark, it's the morning practice and we're all shivering outside. And um, he pulls up so fast and he barks, backs into the spot and he hit the car. Do you guys remember that? The he only hit, car. He hit, like there was one car on the street in front of the pool and he hit it. And we're all just looking like, 
And Rhea goes, nice parking job, Dave. And we're like, oh my God. <laughs> Tyler, she's from New Jersey. Like, yeah, she's pure New Jersey. New Jersey. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's, I mean, yeah. I grew up about 25 minutes in New Jersey. So I, yes, I understand what you're talking about there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, obviously I know Dave was an awesome coach and all that, and I'm sure he also built a great culture there, but how was the team culture when you all were on the team? Like, did you guys do any like fun traditions every year or just kind of go down that? I think the one thing that, for one, I thought we were an extremely close team. I mean, obviously there were seven going to be on here. Um, but one thing Dave did, or, or the captains, we did a lot of team bonding, where I remember I was saying this to Karina the other day, I don't know if you guys remember this, but we went to Millette Hall, and we were, I think we were paired off, but Kim Kinsler had a bowl of M&Ms, and if you picked an M&M, whatever that color was, was the question you had to answer. And just getting to know each other, and they did that really early on in the season, which I think, you know, we got so, we didn't go to dining halls without each other. We were always in our Miami swimming and tights every time we went out. We were, I mean, I don't think any of us ate alone hardly ever. We were, we were always together. And so. I feel like the grade, like it was a much smaller team than it is today. And like the grades just blended, mm -hmm. you know, naturally. It was, I mean, obviously I'm, you know, I was a freshman, Tracy and Karina, you guys were juniors. And then, you know, you, the rest of you were soft, you know, you're ahead of me, but I just feel like it, it was a real, it was close. It was a really cool. And, and the teams were separate also, like it was a girls team and a guys team with different coaching and everything. And I think that was, I loved that. I mean. And we had a six lane pool. You couldn't run away from each other. Yeah. No. Well, the locker room was the size of a closet. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the diving? The, diving the, down. the two toilets and one was, you know, shut down, so we had to share that. Or when you took a shower, you had to announce that you were going to flush because you were oh all day. <laughs> yeah. shower, flush! And if that forgot, they were getting yelled at. You have to do that That it because it really got super hot. It was kind of ridiculous. I think when you came on to Miami, there was such a tradition that was there, and you, you always heard about the people that came before you. There was always a story about somebody, and it didn't even have to be a record holder. It could have just been something that was there that they did that was unique. And so you never felt alone, or you felt like you were some part of something bigger than what you were actually doing there because of the tradition. And I think that that was the really cool thing for me, especially being from Ohio and having friends that swam at BGSU that I would go visit and go to sea at that point, they would always talk smack about Miami. So when I had finally gotten into Miami, they were like, how are you going there? All they do is cheer. And they would make fun of all the cheers that were there. So it, it had a grand tradition. And I, I think that part of that's like the longevity of the coaches, right? Like Pete was there forever. Yep. Longer than Dave even. Like Dave was there forever. I mean, I think that has a lot to do with it. And that bonding started from day one, because I remember um, when we had to register classes, you had to physically go to Millette Hall, yeah. you know, and at each table and sign up for class. And I remember that um, Dave had us go with a senior, at least I think that's how it was for everybody. But I went with Debbie 
and she was a senior at the time and she helped she helped with the process and it went really smoothly and I it was just great to have somebody help you with that when you don't know what you're doing the first time yeah I think yeah. that <laughs> I think it was tracing Karina's year you guys really started um getting to know the men's team because we were completely separate teams and I, I think mean you could take that wrong <laughs> <laughs> But was, you know, we were completely separate, but yet getting to know their team and, you know, because that was one thing when I was looking at schools, it was very weird because I came from a, you know, a co-ed age group team. So the idea of separate teams was like, I don't know if I want to do that. But So I do have a story I want to tell that I've never told Karina about this. But it is something that always makes me laugh because, uh, you know, on occasion, we've all run into each other. And Tracy made a comment, I think, about me uh, the last time we were together, which I thought was really accurate, was I always had a hard time with the head game and staying focused about what I could do. I'd always psych myself out. And one year, we had a dual meet against Bowling Green. And who was the swimmer from Bowling Green that was the amazing uh, sprinter? They had the tattoo, which was unusual in the early 90s. Nobody had tattoos, so it was highly scandalous that this girl had one. Cherries. They were cherries, I remember. <laughs> I don't remember her name. You know who I'm talking about? Like, she's a super good sprinter. I don't know what the heck Dave was thinking, but he thought he would outmaneuver them, and he put me as the anchor against her, which is insane because I was not – I was lucky to be on the team. So we're standing there behind the block, and Karina, I think, led off. And so as the race is going on, of course, they start catching us. And Karina looks at me just before I'm to get on the block. She goes, ooh, I'm glad I'm not you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I had just convinced myself, too, that it would be okay. And Karina, who I had so much respect for, she's so tough. And also she's like, ooh, yeah, sorry for you. <laughs> It's so bad. What was the outcome? Uh, of course, she totally caught me and passed me. <laughs> like, of course. I mean, what else would it be? I always perform best when there was no pressure whatsoever. <laughs> oh, my God. That just, to this day, I still remember you looking at me and saying that. I'm like, oh, she's right. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, no, that's pretty funny. That's a fun story. That's a good one. What about the intramural, uh, the first meet of the season where it was always the freshmen against the upperclassmen, and we had such a large freshman group. So I think we, I think the freshmen for the men and women's uh, teams equaled who was already veteran members, and we did that red and white meet, and then Rhea made signs that were not appropriate and got a big <laughs> knockdown for that. Do you guys remember that? She was always getting smacked down. I mean, Rhea just, Rhea was, God. I mean, remember she was allergic to chlorine and she would sneeze. So Dave would be like, Dave would be trying to give a set and Rhea would be sneezing the whole time. And Dave would get so mad. And she, she'd be like, I, I can't help myself. Like, <laughs> I'm allergic to chlorine. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, some of those sets I hated. I think one thing that's uh, remarkable for any team, too, is you always had those sets you had to do. So Dave was, always had the 3,000 for time. 5,000. Right? He did a 5,000 for time. Not for sprinters. Not for no. 3,000. <laughs> 
It was three thousand, right? Did Lauren get five? It was three thirty. I thought there was also there was the three thousand, but then once a year we did a five thousand. I actually saved. Remember how he saved everybody year after year all those special sets and put it in a book? Uh-huh. Yes, I love that book. I still I mean, me too. Yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah, there was a five thousand because as Disney we only had one lane, and there were three of us in the lane, and. I got dragged off of, I'm not even going to mention, but like I kind of was not one to unleash. And I don't know if you guys remember, but I unleashed after the 5,000 for time that one year when, you know, when you pass somebody and you get dragged on and just, that is a big memory of mine. Crazy. Yeah. And then 650s on, wait, six sets of 650s on 30? 35. 35. 35? Yeah. And you kind of always started out, you're like, this is, uh, yeah, I can do this. And by like set four, two in, you're like, I'm not going to keep up there. I'm sure the kids nowadays can, but back then it was a big deal. Yeah. Animal kicks. That was my favorite. Oh. 10-100. Yeah, you were good at kicking. The 10-100s, and he played James Taylor in the morning. Yeah. Well, Dave Taylor came to campus, remember that? We're all like, why is Dave here? Like, you couldn't see the adults out of the environment. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I hear James Taylor. I think of Dave's morning practices. Remember, he used to play name, name that tune. He'd put on his record, and he'd have two. <laughs> singers out and he'd, he had to do name that tune, and whoever got it would be like, "All right, we're gonna do you know this." And well, remember when he first got the digital clock? Yeah, like that was a big deal back then. Is we got a digital clock? I don't remember what year it was, but it was. It's I have big. another Dave story. Do you remember him cheering? go, go, and he hit the flagpole, the backstroke flags, like, <laughs> poof. <laughs> and then you'd look up and you'd see him doing little things like this or looking between his legs because he wanted a different perspective on how to see a stroke. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> he would be upside down looking between his legs going, you know. <laughs> well, you did backstroke, so you probably saw him more than we did. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> in the water. <laughs> you remember when we left Bonnie and Kim at Purdue? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they had to get a ride back with the men's team, I think, right? Yeah. And they didn't have cell phones, so they were just, I mean, think about that. We were really like, you remember Rhea got lost on her bike ride? Remember that? That was our freshman year. We did a bike ride, Tyler, that was all over. And I don't even remember. She was in a different county. I think she was in the same state, but... Uh, <laughs> We had to call from a gas station and have Dave come pick her up. How scary. I don't know how she got so separated from us. Remember That's we would run and Dave would drive? Yeah. He'd run out at whatever that road is and turn around and he'd drive out there. He did all that, tra- all that cross training with the biking and the running. and yeah, We did triathlon one year, I remember, on a mm-hmm. Saturday morning, I think. Tyler, do you guys still do a lot of cross training? Because that was the first time I ever ran in my life. Oh, Karina and I were dying. I mean, as roommates, we would wake up and... I was like, what? We have to run three miles? I don't run. Yes. <laughs> uh, so nor- in a normal year, uh, the first two or three weeks of our season, we'll spend the mornings in the indoor football field, and we'll do a lot of, like, cross-training in that portion. But during a normal season from Labor Day through the end of February, early March, we're primarily in the water. Uh, with the occasional, you know, we'll go run stadiums or we'll do, you know, stuff like that. But for the most part, we're, we're in the water. So you still do stadium stairs, huh? Oh, yeah. Our nemesis. Huh. 
Yeah. Did you do vertical sit-ups? I was wondering about the vertical sit-ups. That was the best. That was the best part of billing. <laughs> I hated those. I loved those. I remember being a freshman, and like I couldn't do them the first month. It was scary at first. And then they us. well, I couldn't do the whole handstand to get into it. Tyler, do you know what they're talking about? Do you know what the vertical sit-ups are? I do, yeah. The, the JoJo and that last crew talked about <laughs> the vertical. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And you were hoping that the person that was sitting on your feet like, like a... <laughs> would, would actually sit on your feet because if not, they were, you were gone. You were able <laughs> yeah, those are crazy. And I, I, looking that. back, there's no way. I know. <laughs> like how you can't describe it. Yeah, you do a, hand, a handstand, flip your legs <laughs> over a half wall, and someone sits on your feet while you hang upside down. Like, I don't even know how they came up with that. Well, some people would do that. You'd sit on their feet and they'd slide down the wall. I think I had to do that. That's how I started. Yeah. Yep. In the beginning. Yep. And nowadays you'd be sued. <laughs> <laughs> Fall on your head. All right. That's it. No. Uh, so uh, my next question for y'all is that I know you all come from, you know, all over the, the country here. So how did you end up uh, at Miami? Like did Dave just like call you guys? Or did he show up at meets and recruit you there or? Like how did that whole process go? Uh, can I start on this one? When I was 10 years old, I swam with a girl called Mojo Moret. And she was eight years older than me. And she went to Miami. And I thought she was the coolest girl. So people would ask me, you know, Sherry, do you want to go to college? Where do you want to go? I would say Miami of Ohio. And I was 11, 12 years old. So when the time came, I, you know, I said, I'm going to apply. And, um, I don't know if Dave reached out to us first or my coach reached out to him. Um, but as soon as I saw the campus and of course met Dave, I, it was it. I mean, I, I knew from the time I was 10 years old that I was going to go to Miami and um, so proud of it. Actually, I had, you know, Lauren from our area. We grew up in the same area. We had Jennifer Mumbach who grew up in that area. We're Chrissy uh, Kramanskis. Chrissy Kramanskis, yeah. but... For me, Mojo Moret was the coolest, and she ended up coaching for Eastern Michigan years later, and I remember it was my senior year, I, I got second in the, in the 200 backstroke, but Lisa, Lisa um, Basil, yeah. um, who I, we swam with as well, yeah. was her swimmer, and she won it, and she called me down after that, she called me off the podium and hugged me as if I was her swimmer, it was so cool, but Miami builds quite a reputation, and I just, I remember 10 years old, I knew I was going to Miami. Funny, that's the opposite of me, because <laughs> yeah, that there was a university in Miami University, and I was a senior, yeah, I was a senior already, and a girlfriend of mine said, oh, you should look at Miami, so I went to our catalog section at the library, because that's how you would check out schools, because there was no internet, so I looked through all the little catalogs, and I saw the picture on the cover and I was like this is really pretty and so then I typed my little letter to Dave <laughs> my typewriter and I said here are my times you know sent it off mailed it head coach at Miami I had no idea who that was <laughs> wow. and then he got back to me and we met at juniors um uh, the winter juniors uh, I think it was in Orlando maybe um and that's where I met him and yeah then I went on a recruiting trip and I thought it was a really nice campus. So, and then I talked to Tracy, and she was like, "Hey, I'm applying there." Uh, and so it was kind of fun because she she had a lot more knowledge about the, the campus. 
the campus sells itself, right? I mean, yeah. that's so pretty. Yeah. Do you guys remember when I had the twins on the recruiting trip? And Karina, you've got to remember this. Oh, they were our age. They were in our grade. Oh, oh. Karina, <laughs> do you remember the twins? I mean, do you remember what we did? I don't remember what we did, no. Remember I was dating that guy? I can't even remember his name. Oh, it wasn't. No, <laughs> yes. <was it? laughs> so I was, I very, like very, for a very short period of time, I lost my mind. And I dated, <laughs> I dated a guy. I don't want to say dated. I went out a couple of times with this guy who, um, he happened to be a male dancer. <laughs> so, so when the two girls came on the recruiting trip, um, they came to our dorm room and he did a dance. <laughs> and they both came to Miami. <laughs> they only lasted one year, but they did go. I know. They, they didn't last long, but I, I don't even think they lasted the year. No, no. Everyone we hosted came to Miami. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Well, we were the only seniors. I mean, are the only people in our class. So we had everybody. But it wasn't always so exciting of a, of a trip. Like no, that. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I'm from Ohio. So I was the lone person from Ohio. So I was well acquainted with Miami. And um, at the time, there, when I grew up on age group, there weren't a lot of the Mac schools that did swim camps. So I had done a lot of swim camps at Ball State um, as a kid. And so I knew Laura pretty well. And Laura had lost track of what year I was. And Miami was my goal, and I almost ended up going to Ohio State, but at the last minute, I met with Dave, and I think Dave's quote, he goes, well, when I saw how tall you were, I thought we'd give it a try. So that's how I ended up going to Miami. Yeah, and then uh, what ended up happening is Laura from Ball State called me uh, right after I had already said, this is where I want to go, and she's like, I'll give you money, come here, and I'm like, I really want to. I love Miami. It just has a reputation in Ohio. And if you're there, you know what that is. And that's why I wanted to go. And I, I mean, I'm from Buffalo. I swam with Sherry growing up. So, you know, I knew Sherry went there and this girl, Chrissy Kromanskis, who probably, I think she was four years ahead of me. So we never were there together. And I, you know, then you go on a recruiting trip and you see the campus and you meet Dave and the team and just sells itself. I mean, it's, it's perfect. Yeah, I was there for the, the campus. I also, the business school was super important to me. Um, so I looked at that and then uh, I wanted a division one program. I know I looked at, you know, the various divisions and, you know, do you want to be a big fish in a pond or a small fish and um, decided I definitely wanted a D1 program and um, kind of fell in love with the campus. I admit I almost didn't go because Dave didn't do like stretching, like stretching and <laughs> all that was like super big in my age group. So I was like, you mean you just show up at practice and get in the water? That's what you do? And yeah, that's what you did. You showed up at two o'clock. Our practice was two to four in the afternoon and you just got in. So, so. I remember you, you were the only one not in the dorms by us. So you would walk. Correct. Yeah, I chose not to live with any swimmers. And so, yeah, I lived in uh, East Quad, I think it is. Yeah, South Quad, Emerson. South Quad, Emerson. you were South Quad. So, yeah, I lived in Emerson freshman year. And so, yeah, I had to walk across campus by myself in the middle of winter. Um, I think Emerson is probably right near the pool now, right? Yeah, that was, that was much closer. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. 
Yeah, so yeah, Emerson's pretty close to the pool. I mean, our freshmen stay in Anderson Hall, which is, what, 200 yards probably, something like yeah. that, from, from the pool. So yeah, real, real nice walk. Where did, when we were sophomores, the dorm right next to Billings, what was the name, McFarland? Hahn Hall. What was oh, it? You know, wait, my son was in that, that was his freshman year. So I don't remember the name of it. I think McFarland was the one that was on that road, but then the, the North Quad had Hahn Hall. That's where Sue and I lived. And I so, love flower. Flower, yeah. The one that. I, do you remember the name of our, our sophomore year dorm? Because that's where Chris was, and I can't even remember. McFarland. It might have been McFarland. Yeah. You were in, Lauren, and, when yeah. I, and when I would get up at five in the morning, right, to go to the bathroom, like before we go to morning practice, you could see the scoreboard, like th through the windows. It was oh. crazy. It was like right there. Yeah. So that's uh that's awesome that you can see the scoreboard you know before you even got to the pool that is uh so kind of my uh my last question for y'all today is what is your vision for a woman swimming and diving you know with miami but then also just with the country you know as the pandemic has grown we've seen more and more teams you know get funding cut or worst case scenario get the whole team cut so just like what's your vision for the sport itself collegiately and then at miami I hope they realize how important swimming is. For one, it's a, one of the top Olympic sports and one of the top Olympic sports for women. So, I mean, we, you know, I'm a swim coach. I coach 11 to 14 year olds and I want to be able to say, let's get you to college because there's nothing better than being able to say that you represented your college in your sport, the sport that you love and the, the friends that you make. So swimming women's swim, swimming especially I mean it's it's such a it, it's it's important for women for one um, we are also academically I think we are one of the best sports uh, I hope that's the same um, so again swimmers make good students swimmers make great employees um, it it's just a fantastic sport that I hope that as a whole college swimming will continue um, to push for women um, the other, as for Miami, I'd love to see them be Mac champs again. Yeah. So go yeah. Holly, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, really want to keep the the swimming program in men's and women's. I'm I'm would really like to see both programs. I know a few years ago, few you know five ten years ago, they were thinking about cutting the men's program, and I know a lot of alumni stepped up financially to try and support the the men's program. So. One of my big wishes is to make sure the men's and the women's programs stay strong at Miami. I mean, we have a beautiful facility um, and a long history. And like Sherry said, like swimmers make great students um, and the great members of their community, and great alumni. I agree completely, men's and women's. And you just see all these programs being cut. And even like the MAC is so different today than it was when we swam, you guys, it's crazy. And I just, uh, it's, it's just, it, it, it's so important for so many reasons. And like you said, you know, swimmers make great, you know, do great like after college, right? Like all these great things. And I, I'm so fortunate to have swam for Miami and I loved it, so. I think there's a lot of discussion going down now anyways, when they talk about paying college athletes. And there's a, there's a lot of transformation that I think is occurring in that, Field. 
Uh, one of the things that's changed about the sport significantly from when we did it is that people swim beyond 22, 23 on a world level. I mean, your career was pretty much done in your early 20s back in our day. You didn't see Olympic athletes that would go on into their 30s and things like that. So I think that that's an indication that they're, I hate to bring money into it, but it always comes into it, that there is endorsements and there is opportunity that can really feed back to really become a self-sufficient sort of sport and um, generate a lot of that um, revenue that way. And it, it would be a shame if the time's not put into that. The number one thing I would say about swimming, um, as I've kind of left the sport in those days, I mean, obviously we all still swim a little bit now, is that people don't understand what the commitment and the toll is for physical commitment to the sport and the workout and what you have to do and getting people into that early on and really growing that is amazing. When I look at the health and well-being, I'm amazed every time I meet up with these women. I mean, it has been 30 years and I don't think... Clearly, Karina has not aged at all. That's the I know. But the rest of I mean, everybody's really healthy and good. I mean, it's much more than just doing it at that time. And people have really um, just, it, they're full lives. There's something connected to that swimming as a sport and full lives and health and well-being. Yep. All came to campus as freshmen, and we had a group of, people that were our people and I don't think I would have had the same enriching um, college experience without being on a team it right. wouldn't have been as good so that too I mean and, and you yeah I'm missing that sometimes <laughs> yeah so that's that's fair and I know that our team right now they absolutely love you know the day in and day out I, I think so I mean maybe you know, Becca and everyone else is a little bit differently after hard. He loves it. Yeah, loves yeah, it. No, that's fair. But yeah, I think, you know, the, the whole team right now is super close. And, you know, even throughout this crazy pandemic, I think they're still doing a really good job of hanging out with each other and just keeping that same dynamic that was around when you all were on the team back in the early 90s. And academically, we're still really, really thriving. The GPAs just came out yesterday and our women's team has the best in the whole department. Yay. Uh, so they have been absolutely crushing in the classroom these past two semesters, which has been awesome. Awesome. Well, I wanted to thank all of you for joining us today. I know it's been awesome hearing your stories about you know, your past and the team and, you know, all the advice I'm sure that, you know, we'll listen to and the team will listen to as well throughout the podcast. And as you always know, you always have a home in Oxford. If you ever want to come back when things get better, and safe again. I know the women's MAC meet is at Ypsilanti this year at Eastern, uh, the 15th through 17th. That's by me. There you go. That is right by <laughs> you. That's true. That's true. And, you know, hopefully we can, I know um, Lynn Jolly and Jen Fallow are starting to plan a reunion here at some point when things get yeah. I'm sure we'll have you all hopefully in Oxford relatively soon. But thank you again for joining us. It's been awesome talking to you guys and, you know, just for giving us your time today. Thank you. Thank you.